Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Coming to you live from Atlanta, but raised on the mean streets of Philly. You'll be able to tell quickly. Just listen. It's the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. It is the mean streets of Philly. That's where I come from. Well, let's be honest. My house in Broomall, Pennsylvania was 12.7 miles to City Hall. So I sort of was outside the city limits. Delco, as they call it, really ended up being pivotal in the presidential election, too. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. I am coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you want to see your loan options, adjust payments, and closing costs online in real time, my friends at Rocket Mortgage can. They will help you out. Love your Rocket Mortgage and love you guys for being a part of the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. If your local affiliate cuts away for, like, the yard sale show or some gambling show... Or even, I, I found out last week, Anthony, in some parts of the country, religious programming. Some of the stations cut away for. They cut away for a religious programming. As if this wasn't church itself. Getting to hear me preach every week. Wherever you do, we appreciate all our local affiliates. As many hours as you carry, we love you all. Sirius XM 206 is a way you can stay attached to the entire show. The Radio.com app. Let you even rewind. You could go back and listen to the 6 a.m. Eastern time hour right now if you wanted and catch up on the whole show. And you, can you could check out the podcast at CBSSportsRadio.com. Go to the weekend page and go to John Kincaid. See? All these great ways that you can consume the product. And we appreciate it every time that you do. We love you. We love you being a part of things. That's Tony Piano. He is absolutely spectacular. 15 years of this show and the longest-running producer in the history of the John Kincaid Show, seven years with ESPN Radio, the last eight on CBS Sports Radio, Tony Pierno. Jeez. You don't wear that as a badge of honor? How the hell did I survive? How about this? How about this? I have the, a drinking one, habit. How about one of the, I'm going to give you this. The first producer of the John Kincaid Show, first producer ever, is now... Scott Van Pelt's producer, Stanford Steve Coughlin. Why can't get a job like that? Well, who says you can't? Just stay, stay attached to me, and that's the way to go. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it works that way. There is, a, there is a legacy of highly successful people in this industry who have somehow survived being my producer and have turned it into something great. And by the way, if you've ever seen Stanford Steve on with Scott Van Pelt, Scott Van Pelt, creative, 
kind, fun, interesting guy. And, uh, and Stanford Steve has made himself a character through hard work and grinding. And he's out in Vegas right now enjoying himself out at Circa. So enjoying it. Okay. Imagine if they had had their way. Imagine if they had gotten their way. You know who they is? The Dan Wolkins of the world who now are banging the drum of 15 cancellations. We told you. Imagine if they'd gotten their way. Imagine if we hadn't even tried. I just want to rewind it because of this week where everybody now, you get the people clamoring again to, oh, this is terrible. Oh, we shouldn't even have tried this. How many people I've seen, and now thankfully some people on social media sending me copies of tweets from people, media members. How many people have to die for you to enjoy your college football? Okay. Anthony, do me a favor. Do a deep dive. The, I, I, I think we're missing the story of the college football players dying. I think we're missing that story. Or NBA players or Major League Baseball players or NFL players or NHL players. I, because you see, that story doesn't exist. So can we please stop with it? Can we please stop with it? Let's, let's stop the nonsense. Let's have real conversation here. Yes, 15 cancellations brought the Dan Walken crowd out from the woodwork. The crowd that had told you baseball season was ridiculous to even try. They're not going to be in a bubble. It's never going to work. Blah, 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 blah. They told you the NFL can't carry off a season. They can't look. The NFL's had problems with it. Here's the spoiler alert. We all knew the NFL was going to have problems with it. If you didn't know that the NFL was going to have problems with it, that again would be a you issue. That's a problem you're having. That you don't understand that, yes, in the midst of a pandemic, young people are going to make some mistakes, they're going to break protocol, and there's going to be some problems. If you didn't understand that, then again, that is a problem that you've got. You had unrealistic expectations. But thank heavens, we didn't just shut down and say, you know what, let's not even try. I'm so glad that we did try. Yes, we can. Heather Dinich from ESPN talked about it earlier on the beginning of the show. She says, you always count on me to keep it real, everybody. Well, this week sucked for college football. I don't know. College football to me has never been about Monday through Friday. It's about Saturday. And Saturday didn't suck to me. I watched Indiana football and was impressed and entertained. I never thought that was going to happen. Never thought that was going to happen. Never thought I'd see that day. But I did. I've seen Kyle Trask do some things that are truly incredible at the college football level, that I never expected to see. And honestly, I will ask this question. So Dan Mullen, we're now to be told, is a, is a genius, right? Look what he's done with Kyle Trask. Dan Mullen's a genius. That's the talking points right now. It's another topic for another time, but 
if Dan Mullen was such a genius, why did Felipe? Why was his choice Felipe Franks, and not Kyle Trask? If he was such a genius, why did it take Felipe Franks being injured for Kyle Trask to be the quarterback? Again, doesn't sound like genius to me. Sounds like stumbled into it to me. A little more like it. But I digress. Watching Michigan get their teeth kicked in. In embarrassing fashion. And watching Penn State. I was in, uh, Ed was on Twitter earlier saying he loved hearing the Joker laugh when I talked about Penn State. The Joker laugh, one of my favorite drops. <laughs> Delicious. That's what I see. When I see Penn State losing on a Saturday, I'm like, <laughs> Delicious. So when I see Michigan lose, I might have to pull out the Riddler laugh from Frank Gorshin, the Riddler. <laughs> that was the Riddler. That's what I see when I went. We, to see Penn State go down in flames. To see Michigan soil themselves on national TV. Those are entertaining storylines. And those are things I never thought I watched. I yesterday watched easily watched two full quarters of the Indiana game. And I never thought I'd say this. I'm damn glad that I did. I loved it. It's an entertaining brand of ball. Indiana should say today, they should, first of all, put, a, put together, do a, do a strong showing next week against Ohio State. Put a strong showing together. And then petition to get out of the, uh, you and Ohio State leave the Big Ten. Because they, it's the style of play that's interesting. Somebody in Indiana said, you know what? If we're going to ever beat an Ohio State, we got to try to look a little sexier, sleeker like Ohio State. Wow, I'm excited by Indiana football. And I never thought I'd say that. I never thought, I never thought I'd watch two quarters of an Indiana game, and I did. And I did. Imagine all the people who tried to tell you not to try. And who now, after 15 cancellations, are like, See, we told you so. Yes, we can. We told you that this would be really, like, really dumb and there'd be no way to pull this off. Yes. We told you so. We were very smart. Yep. Keep plugging away, college football. Keep entertaining us. Keep celebrating. Don't give in to the gloom and doomers. Yes, we literally we are fighting against a segment of society that just wants you to just turtle up. Congratulations, because it's been an overwhelming success. The college football season's been an overwhelming success. Yes, we can. Long way to go. And we got to stop, stop the Halloween parties and the celebrations in the streets. Because Barry sings it like this. Looks like we made it. Yes. Like the NBA, like the NHL, like Major League Baseball, like the NFL. It was okay to try. And guess yes, what? In can. life, you may fail. You may fail, and that's fine. You learn that failure many times spurs some of your greatest successes. Thank you, Barry. Sing it one more time for me. Yeah. Yes, we can. So I'm sorry, Heather Dinich. No, college football didn't suck this week. College football was awesome yesterday for all the reasons I just said. Watching Penn State get crushed. (laughs) 
Give it to me one more time. Cesar Romero, one more time. One more time. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, that's a great laugh. He was very, very good, understated as Stavros on Falcon Crest, too. Google it, kids. Google it. Falcon Crest was awesome. Anna Alicia. That's all I'm going to tell you. Smoking hot. Smoking hot. Give me a college football playoff four. I'm going to do it. We'll hit it. Every week, John Kincaid puts the top teams in college football on notice. It's time for J.K.'s Playoff Four. All right, here's my first four in college football. Alabama one, Ohio State two. You didn't even get to see them play this weekend. Clemson three, you didn't get to see them play this weekend. You did get to see number four, Notre Dame. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame. And if you're a fan of the Fighting Irish, stop. Just stop. And if you think you're beating Clemson with Trevor Lawrence, just stop. Stop. I'm going to have to give you a big I told you so in December, and I don't want to do that. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame, those are my first four in college football here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. By the way, a gentleman sent me last week an uh, email, Anthony, after the show. And he says, I really think there's one thing that could make your show better. If your pick segment was longer... And you explained your rationale behind your picks. And if your first four in college football segment was longer, where you explained your rationale between the, the, your selections. And I thanked him, and I said, I'm glad you listen. I know he listens in Oklahoma, which I thought was really cool. We don't do gets, long segments like that on this show. We don't do that. We don't do the long pick segments. Like a long pick segment? When you're as god-awful as me at it, I'm even all for not doing the pick segments. <laughs> But Anthony won't allow me to, to, to he, he demands. And I'm 9 and 18, and I'm going to be at it again. Woof. And my first four in college football, what more needs to be said? Honestly. 855-212-4CBS. That needs to be said. 855-212-4CBS. And we'll talk to Zach Barnett from College Football, from Football Scoop, on the world of college football coming up around 20 minutes past the hour. So we appreciate that. Uh, but uh, you can join us. You can join us at 855-212-4CBS. Our toll-free line, sponsored by GEICO. Whether you rent or whether you own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Because having a home is hard work. So get a quote at GEICO.com. That is very easy. Anthony, am I going to go to a caller or what? I, I, I was a little remiss there. Anybody? I no, I was saying uh, Mr. Barnett is at 840 a.m. Eastern time. Oh, 840. Okay, 840. Okay, I, I should have given you the wrong time. He's 840. All right, well, here's where I'm going to tell people to get out of your feelings a little bit on the game Friday night Luke Fickle was congregating as the head coach of Cincinnati with the East Carolina head coach after the game and the Bearcats ran up the score 55-17 in the final minutes and Luke, Luke Fickle was getting like dressed down but with masks you can't really read lips or, or getting, you know, get any of that stuff about what went on behind it. But here's what I'm going to say. I had to go back because I don't know Cincinnati football well. I had to go back and look at the fourth quarter and see what Luke Fickle was doing. And, yes, he ran a fake punt. And, yes, he did some things that people would say, oh, he was running up the score. But what I'm also going to suggest to you is this. He also was emptying his bench. 
And here's how I approached it. Now, this is as a coach in youth ice hockey. Now, at a pretty high level, traveling like all-star team, midget, so 16- and 17-year-olds, and then uh, high school ice hockey in Philadelphia. When I emptied my bench in games and played the guys who don't normally play a lot, did I tell them not to try to score? Did I tell them to not be aggressive? Did I tell them? No. Heck no. They practice. They work hard. Why should they not have their chance to score? I would consider it East Carolina's issue that the backups at Cincinnati were able to spank your heinies. They were able to put you over their knee and spank you. What do you stop lecturing Luke Fickle on how he should run his football team? If his backups can beat your best players, that's a East Carolina problem. That's awful. And that is on you. That is on you. 855-212-4CBS. If you're one of those people who says, no, they're running up the score. They shouldn't run up the score. This isn't, this isn't peewee ball. There is no mercy rule. And when the backup players are in there, run your offense. Let them have their chance because you know what? Your starters may be injured next week, and those guys need experience. And guess what? I don't just want them handing off the ball and just kneeling down and wasting time. Let them play. They work hard. They practice. Let them play. And if you're East Carolina, you came off like some whiny. You came off very whiny. That's all I'm saying. 855-212-4CBS. I don't know why this guy would be a hot candidate anywhere. Plus, I don't know why anybody listens to this guy. And I'm not talking about me. It's the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. He can sing, hum, or recite almost every TV theme song. And he's actually proud of that. Go figure. Back to the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. A little Boston legal for you, a little Denny Crane. By the way, Amazon Prime, you can see a gentleman said to me, where are you watching? He said, you're re-watching Boston Legal. Did you buy the DVDs? No, it's free on Amazon Prime. James Spader? William Shatner? I mean, seriously, count, count me in. Count me in. And the lady who plays Murphy Brown, I'm drawing a blank on her name. Gosh, I'm drawing a blank on her name. It's terrible. She's fantastic in the show. As Shirley Schmidt. Ah, I feel terrible. I feel terrible that I can't remember her name. And now 2,000 people are going to tweet me the name. Uh, 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get into it with you here. A lot of uh, different things. Zach Barnett. Candace Bergen. That's terrible. I'm sorry about that. Ms. Bergen. You freaking rock. You're awesome. Love you. Uh, I want to get to your calls at 855-212-4CBS. And uh, also, I want to tell you, I don't understand why anybody, before we get to it, I'm going to pay off the tease. Why would Jim Harbaugh be considered a hot NFL candidate? Based on what you've seen of Jim Harbaugh and all the resources that he was given at Michigan, and now you're seeing Michigan be worse than they've ever been. 
worse than they've ever been. You thought the Brady Hoke era was bad? It wasn't this. So all you people who are like, we got to get Brady Hoke out of here. Got to get Rich Rod, you know, get get them out. We need a Michigan man. And even though Brady was, we need to we need to bring in a Michigan man that understands this. Well, guess what? The Michigan man has ran your car into the ditch. So if you're calling AAA, it's because of one of your boys being in there. Unbelievable. Michigan's terrible. And that brings us to Raphael in Vermont. Raphael, I tried to warn you after week one. Don't start with me on Michigan. I tried to warn you. Hey, happy Sunday, brother. Happy Sunday to uh, you, too. Let, let me say something. What we saw yesterday was a sign of courage because Coach Harbour, he lost all his five-star players, recruits, because they all left because they did not think Michigan would be playing football. This man has the courage to come out with that team, understand the product we have. This is not the team he recruited. He had to put a make-believe. Is this man is the same way like Dirty Dozen when Lee Marvin has to go to Fort Leavenworth to get a bunch of a bunch of low life so he can put a platoon together to go fight against the Germans. That's what we are watching right. right now, people. There you I'm go. Well, here's, here's what I'm going to suggest. How many of those five-star guys did Ryan Day lose? Ah, oh, there we go. There we go. I love you, Raphael. Got to run. That's ah, funny. They were looking for an excuse to get away from Ann Arbor. Who's got it better than us? Everybody else. Everybody in the world has it better than Michigan. Oh, except Happy Valley. Except in Happy Valley. They don't have it better than you in Happy Valley. Happy Valley, very unhappy right now. I understand the witch's coven that gets together and celebrates at the Joe Paterno Trophy. The statue in a, in a dark warehouse with, like, tea light candles around it. I understand that they are uh, they're meeting a special emergency meeting tonight to try to break the voodoo. They stink! Dave in Miami jumps on board. Dave, good morning from beautiful Miami. How is it down there? Is it dry? It's spectacular as could be. I'm sitting here watching the boats launch right now. Oh, my gosh. That sounds beautiful. What's going on? Anyhow, but I wanted to go back to your point where the other coach was bitching about. um, Yes, East Carolina. Yes. Remember the days when Jimmy Johnson used to beat Notre Dame over the head, and we used to put, 13 players in there and he would say hey and they would they would be passing the ball they would be running the same offense and because like, because you got to, what is what does today's game show you in the college or pros dave you got to have your backups ready to play because the game's violent there's going to be injuries you're going to miss games you got to have them prepared. Everybody, but everybody, everybody was the beloved. The the, the hurricanes are the nasty yes. guys and the, and the catholics yep. and the and they just beat the heck out of them. And, you know, I mean, Jimmy Johnson said, hey, stop us. Exactly. Dave, I got to tell you this about Jimmy Johnson. Not only a fine, fine guy. I've gotten to interview Coach Johnson, sit down with him a few times. Loved it every time. But I believe he is the most underrated coach in the history of coaching. I agree. I think he gets talked about less amongst great coaches than I've ever, of any coach ever, Jimmy Johnson. Not only Love in him. college, but in pro. Love him. Love him. Thank you, buddy. And he was a Cowboys coach. And I just complimented Jimmy Johnson. Wash my mouth out with antibacterial soap.
because there's a virus going on. You want to be careful. Mitch in New Jersey joins us. Mitch, what's going on, brother? What's happening, John? How you doing? You too, buddy. Uh, you, you sound very enthused. Up, you sound so enthused when you come on the air with me. I really appreciate that. Keeps the energy up. You mean sarcastic? You mean not? Yes, I mean, come on. Come on. Little, come out with a little fire. Match my fire. Come on. Get excited. All right. All right. Great. <laughs> um, first, Jim Harbaugh would be perfect for the Jets. I'm being sarcastic with that. I yes. thought he'd do better, but he, he doesn't have a quarterback. You know, so How does he not have a quarterback? quarterback? He's had six recruiting classes. How does he not have a quarterback? He can't recruit me. <laughs> well, then there you go. He shouldn't be there then. He should not be there. I mean, that's bottom line. It's a bottom perfect line. Perfect Jets. You got to have a if the pack twelve goes undefeated on my USC a wins a win. You got to no, put him there. No, Clemson will beat Notre Dame. You watch. You watch. Yeah, they will. will they Notre will. Dame. They will. But you can't put USC in. Please, that's terrible. Appreciate your call. That's terrible. Okay, Anthony. Here's one as a producer. I need your help. Come on. I expect the callers to match my excitement and energy about being on the show, Mitch is like it's the receiving line at my mom's funeral next Saturday. I mean, I don't, I don't want that. I want upbeat. I want upbeat. I don't want to be a downer. I mean, Mitch just sounds unenthused to be joining the John Kincaid No, nah, that's show. just Mitch. No, nah, that's just Mitch. I'll see if Scott in Maryland, who I love Scott, and he's probably walking the dog where he just did. Scott, how are you? Hey, John. Long time no talk. Uh, what are you driving, off- a nitroglycerin truck through like a, a rocky road or something? What's going uh, on? Sorry, I was wheeling a cart. You were wheeling uh, a cart while you're calling me. You're wheeling a cart. What, what walking, are you doing? What was so important? Talking, what was important that was in that cart? Uh, wine. Oh, okay. That's important then. That is important. <laughs> All right. That's good. So, hey, a couple of things. I haven't called in a while, uh, but still listen. Uh, I'm glad first, to hear that. Condolences on your mom. Thank you, uh, buddy. I lost my mom about 10 years ago. I know how hard that is. Uh, but I also know that her the the couple days of her funeral and everything was a great time. Good, I'm glad. So you did have a good time celebrating her life. We did, we did, and you know you get to see people that you haven't seen in a long time, and you know you don't get a lot of chance to see because you know the family members start coming and you haven't seen some of them in years. So it was a blast. It really good. was. So we're gonna we're gonna make sure. That was her. That was her wish that her post-funeral be a party. So I'm going to make sure that people have a great time and enjoy themselves. Good for you. Good for you. And uh, on on the blowout thing, uh, yes. You know, Bobby Bowden a couple of years ago. Uh, well, it was probably many years ago now, but uh, was talking about how a coach came to him at the handshake time after the game and made a comment about Bobby running up the score on him and how he could have done something to keep the score down and he said Bobby smiled at me and said that's your job there you go there you go yeah Scotty what's the best bottle of wine on that cart right now uh there's uh is it a red I want I like reds and I don't like and I don't uh, like sweet there's a couple red cake breads on here okay nothing sweet I don't like sweet I like something that's this this, uh, this cake bread is a is a cabernet I've heard that. Uh, I think I've had that before at a, a restaurant. Very nice bottle, not sweet. And I like. You know what? I've... A bottle I'm saving for for an occasion. Uh, there's a bottle of Camus on here. Okay, there you go. I like I like uh, Syrahs, a petite Syrah, 
And I've really gotten into the Malbecs. Really love those. There's so, a couple of Malbecs, and the nice thing about Malbecs is you can you can get a lot of nice Malbecs without spending a hell of a lot of money. See, there you go. That's what I want because I'm a little cheap like that. Good job, buddy. Great to hear from you. If football is a religion, consider yourself in the front pew. Back to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. We appreciate you finding the show every week, the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. That music just honestly gets me fired up every week. Zach Barnett loves college football. He he eats, he breathes it. Well, I know, but I think he eats nuggets. Or does he just give out nuggets? I can't figure it out. Zach, what is the obsession with nuggets with you? Are you a... An, eight, an eight-year-old boy at the uh, Chick-fil-A drive-in, that's all you eat? Or is that just the the great tidbits you give out on your social media and a football scoop every week? Um, both. I think uh, I would eat fried chicken nuggets every meal of my life if, if my <laughs> arteries would, and my bank account would allow it. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you have to put them? To me, here's the clue. Do I have to have a chicken nugget or a chicken finger? I like the fingers more than the nuggets. I just That's just me. Even though chickens don't have fingers. I, I like them more, but if I have to use a dipping sauce with it, then that means that the nugget or the wing itself or whatever it is is not as good. Do you, do you live by that same mantra? Uh, I, I don't. Um, you know, I, I, I could eat a, a good Chick-fil-A uh, nugget or tender on its own, but... Uh, give me a good ranch or honey mustard, and I, I, I'm oh, not okay. going to complain about it. So you're a ranch guy. Don't tell me you dip your pizza, because we may have to end the interview right now. Do you dip pizza in ranch? There's Just people the who do that. Just the crust. Okay, I can, I can tolerate that. We can tolerate that one. Question is, what can you tolerate in the world of college football? Zach, I watched Indiana football for at least two full quarters yesterday. I've never done that in my life. Like, how are stories like this popping up in this year of the pandemic? Is this a blip on the radar, or is this something you saw coming? Uh, I mean, Indiana won uh, eight games last year. They've, they've been building uh, for a long time under Tom Allen. Uh, he, he was not a, a flashy hire um, when, he, when he got there, but he's been the right hire. He's made some, some really good uh, hires at his coordinator spots. Uh, he hired uh, Kalen DeBoer as his offensive coordinator who uh, got plucked away to Fresno state and they, they keep on ticking. So I, um, I, I don't think this start is a fluke. It certainly helps that uh, Penn state is down. Uh, they, they got lucky to win that game against a, a depleted Penn state team. That's without uh, some of their best players, but um, there's nothing fluky about the way they beat Michigan or Michigan state. And so, yeah, they're, they're headed for, for the horseshoe on Saturday, and this is a showdown between the two best teams in the Big Ten East, and who knows, maybe even the two best teams in the Big Ten. Are you more shocked by Indiana's rise or Michigan's fall? Uh, I'd have to say Michigan's fall. Uh, I mean, they, I, I guess we'll see against Penn State, but they look very much like the worst team in that division. Uh, they just to see them not compete. I mean, if teams are supposed to take on the personalities of their head coach, you know, the personality of Jim Harbaugh was a guy who would fight and fight and fight until the death. 
and he was a competitor when he got to Michigan, and they just they just rolled over and quit on Saturday night. I mean, two straight games they've been behind Wisconsin twenty eight nothing at halftime. Uh, one of the biggest losses ever ever suffered at the Big House. Uh, they're they're not really good at any one thing. I mean, at least they're supposed to be good at defense, but they they can't cover people and. If you're going to play man-to-man like Don Brown does, if you can't cover people, the whole defense doesn't work. How concerned are you with 15 cancellations this week that they're going to be able to pull off the rest of this season? Is, is, the, is the level of concern at red alert, or is it something that we need to be cautiously concerned about at this time? I think cautiously concerned is the, is the, is the right approach. Um, yeah, I, I was paid close attention to what the commissioner said, and from what I saw, especially Greg Sinke, there hasn't been any. Uh, it seems like they still have the stomach for the fight to see this thing through, and obviously, uh, they have tremendous incentive to do so. But uh, you know, we, we can't separate college athletics from the society that they're played in, and as cases are rising across the country, you know, it, it'd be foolish to to assume that that wouldn't affect college football, but, you know, some some conferences had, had better luck than others. Uh, I think the Big Ten, I believe, got all of its games in. Or no, they, Ohio State-Maryland was the only Big Ten game that yes. didn't happen. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think we're just going to keep pressing forward, and I think that's the right call. When you see uh, the SEC and where it's at, how legitimate do you believe Florida is as a threat to the Alabama Crimson Tide? They can score with them. But will they be able to stop them? Uh, I don't think so. And I, I think the, the hope at Florida was that they'd be like LSU last year, and that you know, for for a lot of last season, LSU's defense was just just not good. Uh, but they they improved throughout the season to where they got to be where they weren't a liability. And so uh, that that's got to be the plan for Florida is to just keep getting better and better to where you can just be average on defense and let your offense take take care of the rest, but I mean, Arkansas scored 35 points last night and easily could have had a whole lot more if Felipe Franks had made some better reads. So I, I, Florida is obviously the best matchup for Alabama in the SEC, but I, I just don't see them uh, slowing down Alabama enough for it to matter. Now, Zach, uh, Dan Mullen was born in the town next to me in suburban Philadelphia, so I, I do have a fondness for Dan Mullen. But I'm hearing people talk about him being the quarterback whisperer and how smart he is and how the amazing job he's done with Kyle Trask. But how in the world did he have Felipe Franks playing ahead of Kyle Trask? How did he not see what he had? I don't understand why it took an injury to get Kyle Trask onto the field. Well, Kyle Trask hadn't played a whole lot of football. I mean, he didn't even he wasn't even the starter at his at his uh, high school. He uh, he backed up De'Aaron King, who obviously uh, there. Hundreds and thousands of high school quarterbacks would back up Derek King, but this is a guy that that really hadn't played a whole lot, and so I, I give credit to to Kyle Trask for for continuing to improve in him, him, his game and continuing to believe in himself that he belonged at that level after not not playing for so long. I do not believe the narrative that Miami's legit, a legit contender to be like a difference maker in college football. I'm not seeing it. Are you seeing something different than I am? No. Uh, I mean, they, they, they've fallen behind by 10 points in the second half of two straight road games. So credit to them for, for going back and coming back and winning those games. Uh, they, I don't think they would have done that if they didn't have Derek King. 
But uh, I, I think we saw who they are when they played Clemson, which is, you know, a, a good team for for sure, but not close to an elite team. So I think this is a team that uh, maybe they make the Orange Bowl and, and play in a New Year's Six game, and that would certainly be an accomplishment for that program. But they're not. They're not. You know, I, I certainly think uh, Cincinnati and BYU are better than them. I'm going to give you six numbers, and I'm going to ask you if you think you know what it means. 24, 38, 41, 46, 48, 58. 24, 38, 41, 46, 48, and 58. Any idea? Uh, points allowed or points scored by somebody. Okay, those are the margins of victory combined in the two national semifinal games in the six years of the college football playoff. Over six years, it averages out to be 21 and a half points is the average margin of victory when one plays four or two plays three. And to me, it's all the talk this week of, well, during the pandemic, we need to expand the college football playoff. I'm saying when it's even a good season, when we see teams play entire calendars of their uh, schedule, there's no reason to expand it to eight when we can't even get good games when one plays four and two plays three. What is your thought on that? Uh, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. I, uh, I'm someone who likes the 14 format and thinks it should stay, but at the same time, I thought that the, it should expand to eight for this year just because this season is, is so wonky and we've seen other leagues uh, kind of expand their playoff format to, to make up for a short regular season. And, you know, if you're the Pac-12, do you really have a, a real shot to, to prove your, your worth as one of the top four teams when you're only playing the, the six regular season games and no non-conference sure. games? So I still would like to see it expand, and I think this season um, this season looks like it's setting up really well for four teams because Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Notre Dame look like the top four. But I... I, I can't argue with you, but I'd still, I still would have liked to see it expand. Having said that, you know, Greg Sinke was asked about that this week, and he said every team that we add to the playoff makes it uh, that much more difficult to complete the playoff, which certainly sure. makes sense, and that's why they're not doing it. Zach Barnett, I love reading your stuff, and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try nuggets with – I'm not trying with ranch, though. I don't like ranch. But I'm going to try dipping my nuggets next time. So. You just have the right ranch. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for making time for us. Appreciate it. Zach Barnett joining us from Football Scoop. Follow him on Twitter and get contacted to uh, his fantastic coverage. Tim in Edmond, Oklahoma, has woken up early with us. Tim, how are you this morning on the John Kincaid Show? What's going on? Uh, JK, so many blessings. And let me tell you, I'm actually broadcasting from Tampa Bay. I'm looking over the waterside area. Our daughter got married last night, and wow. I wanted to share that with you because I know you're going to be doing that one day. Jake, I know that waterside. Be- I know that waterside area well. Uh, my brother was in the sheriff's department in Hillsborough County for 28 years, so I know I know that area. I love Tampa. Love looking out on that area. Beautiful stuff. Have you gone to Burns? Have not. We had dinner, our reception dinner at the Columbia restaurant, and it was fantastic. It is great. It just, now, are you are you in town tonight? We are in town tonight. Get a table at Burns. Take your wife. Go to Burns and have a great night. It is awesome. Absolutely awesome. I will look into that, and I just wanted to share with you, J.K., we got to count our blessings, right, brother? Yes, I mean, Mom's absolutely. looking down on you. Yes, she She's is. She's looking down on you right now, smiling. She's probably cheering with you because your Eagles are going to beat my Giants yet again today. 
And uh, I just wanted to thank you and Anthony again. Another crisp show, guys. You've got thank it you, recognized. Man. You're succinct. You're on point. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank Go you so try. much, man. And congratulations to your daughter. And right, I'll tell you this. I'll talk to you thank later. You, buddy. Take care. I, I know this. Anthony, I don't even want to think of that day. I don't even <laughs> want to think of the day. My daughter knows there's a standing conversation we've had forever. Standing conversation. That I will touch my left breast and pat on my tuxedo when I get ready to walk my daughter down the aisle. She knows what that means already. That in the days when you used to have to print airline tickets, I would tell her, there's going to be two airline tickets for the two of us, and we could leave for Vegas anytime you want through the back door of the church. Daddy and you will go, we'll go to <laughs> Vegas and we'll play blackjack, and we'll leave that jabroni at the altar. If you tell me till the last minute that you don't want to get married, you tell me, mom can handle dismissing the guests and throw the reception, and then she can meet us at Bellagio later. Oh, man, you talk about it. I'll be a weepy mess. I'll be a weepy mess. She did ask me, she goes, Dad, so if my, like when I go to college, so so my boyfriend and I, like, will you get me tickets to events for me and my boyfriend? I said, that depends on who the boyfriend is. And she goes, are you going to be mean to him? I said, no, why would you think I'm going to be mean to him? I said, I'm going to act like his best friend. I'm going to act like he, he can trust me completely. And then I'll lower the damn boom on him. Tell you that much. Never messes with my daughter. There is a paranoid NFL owner over something that I can't believe he's paranoid about. Plus, this guy never needs to be listened to on anything, let alone preparation, professionalism, and more. Final hour of the John Kincaid Show comes your way next, right here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.